0: Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in the Word with us today. We continue to work our way through the 13th chapter of Matthew where Jesus is teaching in parables. Today's a sign scripture reading has several different parables, but I want to focus on just one of them today, which is in verse 44 of chapter 13 of Matthew's gospel. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. If you have met me before, it is likely that you know that for many years, starting in 2007, I spent a portion of many of my summers teaching English at a Coptic Catholic seminary in Cairo, Egypt. And while it has been several years since I last traveled to Egypt, my experiences over many years continues to shape how I understand and interpret Scripture. One of the most famous stories told about Christianity in Egypt is the story of treasure sacrificed for the kingdom of heaven. You see, the message of Christ made its way to Egypt quickly after the resurrection of Jesus. And the tradition of the church teaches us that the Gospel of Mark was written for the Christian community in Alexandria, probably midway through the first century. From Alexandria, Christ's message about the Kingdom of Heaven quickly made its way upstream along the Nile and spread throughout Egypt. By the third century, Egyptian Christians, who are called Copts, were already making their way to the Eastern Desert, the land between the Nile River and the Red Sea, a land that is barren and desolate and they had already begun to live solitary and secluded lives in caves in order to pray and ponder and depend entirely on god's mercy and care saint anthony is one of the many who gave up his, gave up the life that he knew in order to seek this kingdom of heaven that he had learned about in scripture According to the legend of the church, he came from a wealthy family. His parents died when he was young and left him with the care of an unmarried sister. At the age of 34, he decided that he would follow the words of Jesus, who said, If you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Come, follow me. And Anthony took those words literally. He gave away some of his estate, he sold the rest and he donated the funds to the poor, and he became the disciple of a local hermit. Over time he made his way to the eastern desert where he found his own cave and a source of water and he lived a life of prayer and work. The story of Saint Anthony and the sacrifices that he made to seek the kingdom of heaven is so significant for Coptic Christians that every summer I traveled to Egypt, I would hear it referenced at least once in a sermon of one of my students or even in just conversation with them about the Christian life. In fact, even before I knew about St. Anthony, I learned of ways that his story continues to influence Egyptian Christians to this day. Over many years of teaching, I remember in particular the story of one of my students that I had in my first summer. He lived his own story of sacrificing treasures for the kingdom of heaven. You see, before entering seminary, this young man had set out to make a life for himself. He had tried to become a great farmer, only to see an enormous flock of chickens that he had purchased and was raising, be infected and killed by, a, chick, by a, a poultry virus. After that, he did what many young people in Egypt do. He headed to Kuwait to work and make money uh, to support the rest of his life. But because he had not yet finished university, his employment options were limited, and so he took on manual labor. He worked two jobs at a time to build up his savings. After two years of hard work, he had begun to make a nice little nest egg for himself. But then he heard a call to the priesthood. And so he returned home, he gave all his savings away, and he entered seminary. Years later, when I asked him why he had given away his savings, he reminded me of Jesus' words to sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Those same words that had influenced St. Anthony. Listening to Jesus' words about the treasure that is the kingdom of heaven and hearing these stories, it's hard not to wonder, what would draw me to make such a sacrifice for the kingdom of heaven? Perhaps you can think of stories from your own life, when you have made sacrifices for the sake of living more closely with your idea of the kingdom of heaven. And I suppose I could look at my own life and think of sacrifices that I've made in order to live out my call to serve as an ordained leader in the church. But ultimately, I think spending time and energy identifying our sacrifices misses the point of what Jesus is even trying to say in today's gospel. Listen again to Jesus' words. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. The point of the story is not the sacrifice of the man who sells all he has. The point of the story is the joy in finding the kingdom of heaven, which Jesus tells us is like a treasure hidden in a field. We get it wrong all the time. We we listen to these parables and we try to understand what they mean for us, but that is not Jesus' point. Jesus isn't describing us. He's describing the kingdom of heaven. And he reminds us again and again that the kingdom of heaven is a surprising joy to behold that spreads like weeds and takes hold of people who experience it in such a dramatic way that it makes a claim on their entire life. For St. Anthony of Egypt, for students that I have taught over the years, the point is not that they gave up everything, The point is that the kingdom of heaven took hold of their life so completely that they could not continue living as they had before. What is this kingdom of heaven that takes hold of us? In his Sermon on the Mount in chapter 5 of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus describes this kingdom of heaven as an upside-down place where those rejected by the world find a home. It's a place where the poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, it's a world where they are no longer outcasts, but God's own treasure. It is a world where God is for us, a world where God treasures us as children and gives up his own son for all of us. The kingdom of heaven is a world in which we are the treasure in which Christ rejoices. And we are the treasure for which he offers his life in love for us and for our salvation. I have a friend, Nancy, who describes it this way. The kingdom of heaven is like an enormous round table with no reservations, where there is no seating chart or dress code and no one goes away hungry and there is always room for one more. And in my friend Nancy's mind, this heavenly kingdom is one where when the meal is over, we all get up and dance and sing show tunes. And no matter how old we are, we feel young. How would you describe this joy-filled, amazing kingdom of heaven. No matter what our vision is of the kingdom of heaven, it is a world in which we are treasured by the creator of the world. And because I finally understand that I am a treasured of creation of the creator and you are a treasured creation of the creator, And my next door neighbor who annoys me is a treasured creation of the creator. And that young person who helps me at the grocery store is a treasured creation of the creator. And my enemy is a treasured creation of the creator. And because we all live in this world together as treasured creations of the creator, we can no longer live as if nothing matters. But we live and work and act as if this heavenly kingdom is alive in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls and in our world, because it is. This is a treasure that claims us and has the power to change our lives. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share your feedback with us at the word at And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.